0: So I was about 15 when I wrote my first poem. I wrote about a train accident in which many black people died and the white train driver came off unscathed. My name is Diana Ferris. I was born in 1953 in a most beautiful town called Worcester a uh, town surrounded by mountains. If, if, if the police, if the security police had to get a hold of those poems, I could have gone to jail. They could have, you know, labelled me as a communist for writing mm-hmm. about, about that because it was politically, uh, it was a political poem in a way. I grew up in the heart of the apartheid time.
1: I present every Thursday between one and two a program that deals with um, all issues related to women. And then I also do the news, um, Afrikaans news. My name is Rachel Watson. I am. I was born in Bishop Levis in uh, Cape Town. I am now a resident of Atlantis, 45 minutes outside of Cape Town. I am the manager at a community radio station called Radio Atlantis. I also present a music programme on a Sunday. I love that programme, it's my favourite. It's called The Quiet Storm. And it's only love music, jazz music, And it's a brilliant show, because there you interact with with people on a different, more um, soulful um, level. The radio station was started because we wanted to overthrow apartheid and needed a tool to communicate with the people. What is our future? cooperating in solving its special problem of race relations so totally different from problems anywhere else in the world.
0: Governing what is the heritage of white South Africa. The the, the indigenous people and the slaves mixed, and um, that's where, you know, um, you really had the, you know, the people that they today call coloured. When the Population Registration Act in 1950, um, you know, um, determined the different race groups in South Africa, They, um, they said a colored is a person who's not white and who's not black. So a double negative.
1: When it comes to languages, Afrikaans is my mother tongue. Afrikaans is my birth
0: language. It's the language that I spoke from my childhood.
1: In fact, I taught myself English at the age of 30-odd. When I really
0: am uh, upset, I write in Afrikaans because it's uh, the language that gives me the opportunity to express myself most fiercely, and most honestly, and most confidently—it's the language in which I can uh, dance, you know, or fight. It was full beat gepakken. So it's been a nooit te voeren niet ons voort. Daar is kracht wat onoverwinnelijke is. That we were taught a
1: warped history that the European people made the language. It's the language of the oppressor. When I fought in Apartheid, we fought against the um, Afrikaans language.
0: I will say they did it. They did use Afrikaans, you know, to oppress. But you cannot blame a language for what people did with it. And the history is, in fact, that the Khoi were living, when the Dutch came, were living at the Cape. They had their language. The Dutch brought slaves here from many countries who had their languages, and they had to exist with one another in order to survive. And in order to survive, they had to be able to communicate with each other. And out of that effort to survive a language came about. Those people that I call the white white servitude especially the Khoi and the slaves, they called the language Afrikaans, and they referred to themselves as Afrikaanders. It was when the the English took over the Cape that there was a resistance because then they made English the official language and uh, there was a resistance from um, the Boers which were then a mixture of the Dutch, the Germans and the French and they refused to speak English as an official language and said we have a language and they took that Afrikaans and said it's their language and they called themselves Afrikaners. Words taken It wasn't words that they made. The word Afrikaans existed. The words Afrikaners existed. What I do is with a poem, I sort of carry over information about the language, where it comes from, and I make the language, there's a lot of resistance against the language for what people did with it. Uh, I make the language uh, accessible to people, mm. accessible and lovable. I soften the hardness that people made around that language. Mm. Afrikaans, a Dit This is hetele gesee. Die taal van die onderdrukker. It is, they said, the language of the oppressor, they said it came from Europe, it had, they said, a singular style, just one, in how to communicate. But from the womb of Africa she comes, from the mouths of the slaves, the indigenous and the, and the Europeans, she plays on... on 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 drums and handmade guitars. She wears costumes of many colours and she sings in a thousand voices. Today, her dance is not that brisk, but she embraces her sisters and she kisses Reconciliatory on each cheek. She's got no qualms over the fight of identity because she knows she finds a way in the African Renaissance were identity erg, and the Afrika Renaissance Fansei Harvey. You know when you make statements like that language of the oppressor that's just there when I'm gonna get you. Because there were other people who, who received this this language like mother's milk and who fought their freedom struggle in this language. And we cannot deny that language, it's in our genes.
1: And that is the language that we speak on a radio. It's the language that you can speak. A woman come to the station and they tell their story. Some of them give their names, others don't give um, their names. I share my story, they share their stories, and together we find a resolve for other women out there who have the same problems. Here at the radio we say, speak the language that you are comfortable with. So when a story comes, the story will be told in Afrikaans. It's not the language that the white people has oppressed us with, completely different. So it's not the dictionary Afrikaans, it's not the dictionary English. It's called Afrikaans, but it's a mixture between the two. So Afrikaans, for me, is an important thing, and it's important because my people speak Afrikaans.
0: There are many white people that has changed, but you know, but there's a lot still who prefers to stay in that warped minds of theirs. I
1: think the most important thing after democracy is that people thought that the struggle will end when Nelson Mandela was released and when the ANC came into power. And then people didn't continue keeping their eye on the politics. So for me the struggle is more intense than what it was then. We would have worked
0: harder early on, but we were struggle weary. We were strug- we were tired. We were tired, and we didn't realize that um, we are never really in the utopia. It's always deferred. We're always moving towards. So uh, there is no such thing as we will be in a perfect state. We. I realize that the struggle will continue.